Good morning. I'm the Reverend Jacqueline Sheldon from St. Paul's Episcopal Church at 220 Valley Street in Willimantic, and I'm overjoyed to be with you. Oh, on this beautiful Sunday morning, let's just take a moment to appreciate the presence of God's love within us and working through us and present in all of creation. Oh, Holy One, help us to trust in you deeply, to risk and put our faith in the truth that you are always with us in everything, guiding us, holding us, teaching us, leading us, rescuing us, and bringing us ever forward to know your love more and more deeply. As we listen to your word this morning, may we grow deeper in our trust and in our faith in you. Amen. Our reading this morning comes from Matthew's Gospel, 14th chapter, verses 22 through 33. Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go out and head to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. When he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. What a mind-blowing story. Can you believe Jesus assesses Peter as the one being of little faith? I wonder what it would be like to be one of great faith or even sufficient faith if Peter, who risks everything and even dies for his faith, is one deemed as being of little faith. Our storyteller Matthew paints a really powerful picture of Peter throughout the gospel, the one who is of little faith. Peter is the one who identifies Jesus as the Messiah. Jesus names him the rock and gives him the keys to the kingdom. He is the leader of the disciples. And Jesus takes him to pray up on the mountain of the transfiguration and also in the garden of Gethsemane before his crucifixion. And as we see in this story, Peter's the only disciple who attempts to walk on water with Jesus. You know, I love how Peter is always so human. He's impulsive. Often he says the wrong thing or he does the wrong thing. He doesn't seem to understand what Jesus is doing or saying 
or what the mission is really about. Peter never gives up. He loves Jesus so much he would do anything for him. He's not afraid to risk and to be uncomfortable. He gets out of the boat and walks towards Jesus, then becomes afraid and starts to sink in the waves. He blurts out that Jesus is the Messiah. He tries to build shelters for Jesus, Moses, and Elijah on the Mount of the Transfiguration. And he tries to take over and stop Jesus from completing his mission because he doesn't want Jesus to suffer and he doesn't think it's right. He tells Jesus that he doesn't want him to wash his feet. And at the Last Supper, he proclaims he'll never abandon Jesus. And then at Jesus' arrest, he tries to defend him. And in one of the counts of the Gospels, he actually cuts somebody's ear off at that moment. He follows Jesus to his trial, and then he becomes afraid, and he denies him outside the hearing. And he's one of the first ones to run to the empty tomb when Mary comes and tells him what has happened. Yes. Indeed, there are a lot of details about this Peter of little faith, and in the end, Jesus in the end, Peter is crucified for his faith, and legend has it that he was crucified upside down because he did not feel worthy enough to be crucified in the same manner as his master. This is the picture painted of Peter, the one that Jesus says is of little faith. What's going on here? Is it actually possible through some act of our own to acquire a greater faith than that of Peter? Could we ever have enough faith to be like Jesus, who we follow, brilliantly teaching, healing people, feeding thousands, raising people from the dead, walking on water, and calming seas? If Jesus is the judge of Peter's faith in this boat leak being moment, what is Jesus using for a measuring stick? Perhaps his own faith. What or who did Jesus put his faith in? He doesn't put it in himself. He's always going off alone, pray in secluded places. He go, first he goes out to the desert for 40 days. He climbs mountains to pray, he goes into gardens, he stands on beaches, and he finds secluded places in the wee hours of the morning to pray. And he holds vigil off alone for long hours. And then, and then there are the prayers that are said at random at different times and different situations for different needs. We see that Jesus is always seeking to find connection and unity with a love beyond himself a love that he taps into, a strength and a power that he taps into to carry him forward and to do his work. When Jesus says to Peter, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Is Jesus actually chastising him? Or is he maybe pushing Peter even a little farther to risk a little more, to do a little more, to see in the moment of this hand-grabbing, pulling out of the water, salvation, to see that there's even more that the love of God will do to sustain Peter as he risks it all 
for love. Amid Peter's imperfection, the God of love continually blesses Peter in our stories, just the same way we see God always being one with Jesus. We see the same kind of unique blessing in different moments as it's reported throughout the gospel. Peter gets to see that Jesus is the Messiah without doubt. He gets that gift. When Jesus asks, who do you think I am? And Peter replies, you are the Messiah. Jesus calls him, blessed are you, Peter, for you do not know this on your own. It had to be shown to you by the Father. He gets to feel Jesus as his Savior when Jesus reaches out his hand in the water and catches him before he drowns in that stormy situation. And Peter gets to know Jesus as his Redeemer as he walks down the beach with Jesus after his resurrection. Denying Jesus three times before his death, after Jesus rises from the dead, he gives Peter the opportunity to tell him how much he loves him three times in an intimate and personal situation, redeeming the three times he denied him. These are the gifts and the blessings that Peter gives as he risks and trusts the best he can throughout his life. Maybe we're to understand we will always be of little faith just like Peter. Perhaps life is just, just has so many challenges in it, we can't help but have moments of doubt, doubts about what to do or to say, doubts about having done enough, or if anything we could do would even make a difference. Doubts that God is really with us, hearing us, helping us, maybe even doubts that there is a God. Peter never gave up seeking to go deeper, risking to take the chance on divine love's presence to the very end of his life. And by all accounts, love showed him over and over again the risk was well worth it. For thousands of years, since the time of Jesus and Peter's journey together, those who have fallen in love with Jesus like Peter have risked and grown and demonstrated that we need not be afraid to risk putting our faith in the God of love that Jesus reveals and Peter knew. Praying, praying, always praying. We grow in confidence in the one who is always with us, loving us and holding us, guiding us and giving us the means to move past who we could ever have imagined ourselves to be and doing greater acts of love than we could have ever envisioned on our own. Because as Jesus showed us and Peter shows us and everyone who has trusted and followed since their time, the God of love is with us and wants to be with us and lead us all the way through this life until we go home. Don't be afraid. It's okay that you doubt. Just go as far as you can each day to know the love of God and let your faith grow.
grow and grow and grow. In the love of God. Amen.
it would be